0: Everyone and welcome back to Stupid Stories Inc. In this new episode, I'll tell you about the story of the thief of my of the trail nut mix. I know sounds terrifying. Trust me, I was ended up crying and had to go to free therapist afterward. Of course, I'm joking. That's the whole point of this video. But whatever. Okay, so anyways. Back to the story. Let me talk about trail nut mix first, or whatever you call it. I always like to eat the nuts and raisins first, and then the sweet, tasty, salty M&Ms. You know, the snack is deliciously salty, so there's that. But other people, they eat just shove a handful and just... just eat it. Just eat it. it. Looks like they're eating their hand. Whole, disgusting. But anyways, back to the story. Back to the story. I was talking about the trail mix. You know how I like to eat them, and you know if you have enough of them, you there's so much stuff you have to use the bathroom back exactly what happened to me, but I'll get into that later, so I was the one out to the wall one day, chilling, chilling, waiting home, walking home from school, and then delicious salty aroma in the air just dragged me towards the kitchen. I ripped open the cabinet found and nuts poured myself a ginormous bowl like you know one of those popcorn bowls like that big like your arm length not big that many nuts so I I was gonna go watch a movie with my brother of course because we're bros so I go walk and walk and walk I get my nuts I eat all of them delicious snacks, those cashews, those raisins, all of them delicious. Except for the raisins, no one likes those things. <laughs> Anyways, I had to use the washroom because you know salt. Salt. This thing is, if you ingest too much salt, I believe you have to use the washroom. So I walked to the washroom, leaving my uh, snack bowl behind, not knowing what biggest mistake I've done in my life. It was just so horrifying. Ugh. Anyways I, I get traumatized from thinking about it. <sighs> Give me a moment here. Anyways when I came back I noticed all of those sweet delicious MM that were left over were gone. Gone. I look around the room, panicking. panicking. The bull's right there. They must have slipped underneath the couch. I looked underneath the couch. I looked to find the dog. The dog was in the room. I don't know who could have done it. Then, my head creaked as I heard a cough. There was my brother, sitting there, not looking at me. I could see he was guilty. I saw it from the start he was guilty. He was trying not to look at me. I looked at him dead hard like a ghoul looking to someone's soul. I stared at him. When my head fully finished creaking around, I said, Brother, where are my nuts? And my M&M's, He's like, Why are you asking me that? You're right next to them, and I see mm m tr- crumbs all over your shirt. Oh, that, he said, uh, brushing them off carefully and precisely, and really, really fast, like you could see he was sweating in such a panic. I stared at him and said, Did You happened to eat him when I was. In the bathroom, my brother stared at me. This is the moment of truth. I know my brother would never lie to me. Why am I saying, "Of course he would"? But I stared down, waiting for an answer. Then I waited patiently. Nothing happened. Waited more longer. Nothing happened. I waited and waited, and then I said. If you don't give me an answer, I'm stealing your Lego. And then you respond immediately. Yes. Okay, fine. Yes, I did. I looked away for a second. Then my head turned creaking back. Like you could actually hear the noise in my bones creaking, filling with rage and anger. My expression widened, stared at him. stared at him stared. and then you'll never guess what he did next you'll never guess not in a million years what <gasps> he did next was so horrifying imaginable he ran I kissed them up the halls all around the house out in the yard everywhere until until I heard him say when we were young, yellow, I mean, when we were running. He said, ew, the dog, dog did it. The dog caught attention to this and started chasing him too. I, me and the dog were running in perfect synchronized. It was so just amazing how we just worked at the exact same way with our bodies. It's just amazing. Just, just amazing. We ended up teaming up together, cornered him in the garage, said, you better get me those M&M's. like, impossible. Stared at him, stared at him. My eyes grew wider. That's when the dog sniffed him. He found the M&M's and he took it and he ate. All of them. I'm kidding, that didn't happen but. He stared at him, waiting for him. He I knew he felt the guilt. I could tell he did. And then I said, How do you propose we get him? He was like No, well, maybe you just going us get some more. My eyes turned red. That's not a reward about the MMs at the end, I said. Same for picking up the pace, it felt like the whole world around us was melting. It was such a silly conundrum. I knew he had never lied to me. I didn't how little I cared about this, but yet I still cared about it. I stared at him down some more. This is now. Now. You better give me those M&M's. My dog was basically on him. We were staring at each other, like Duel of the Fates with Darth Maul and Obi Wan Kenobi and such. I stared at him. He stared at me. It's like, hmm. You know, there's some M&M's in the pantry. I slammed my hand down on the floor, punching the concrete. And then I said, it's not salty MM. And he said, "Go get some salt. They're not the same kind of salt. They have nuts on them. How about this? I cherry picked up all of the those M&Ms out of the bag. So, like, you then you're eating the nuts." Like, he stared at me, backing away, trying to find an escape plan. Me and the dog cornered him. But then we had our alternate means of torture: dog licks. I hold up the dog in front of his face. The dog started licking furiously over and over. It was like he was being beaten on the head. He's just wham, 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 lick after lick. He says, Fine, I'll eat the nuts. And then that's when I realized when we walked back upstairs to continue the movie. But nuts were actually in the same place the whole time. Well, we end.
1: So my story happened one year ago before quarantine hits, and so at the beginning of the year we were allowed to we were junior high at that time, so we were allowed to pick locks. so I picked a lock, which is pretty much a good area, and it doesn't need to day and I was with my friend. I was beside my friend. And Katie was doing you. So, at the beginning of the year, nothing happened. But later on in the years, something happened. He stole my lock. Of course, I didn't take it as a major offense. Took it as like a joke and he actually gave it back. But I noticed him like taking my lock almost every time but first he stole he knew my code i don't know how and he started using it to lock and trying to uh open my lock as an opportunity for butterflies so i get to suffer more well i told the teacher but the teacher did not care at all actually which is kind of surprising and so we came he started um started taking my walk and so the butterflies came too also he tried i tried to duct tape his off but yeah we got caught on it and every it just keeps on happening and Happened for the rest of the year and when quarantined came, I was happy because I don't have to deal with the kid anymore and about the lock picking business.
2: So it's time for the third tale. The third tale is about when I went camping with my cousin for his birthday. So we were out there, they were playing soccer. I really don't like soccer so I'd out be the ref with the littlest cousin. So we were kind of like tormenting them by switching switching the soccer ball, switching the teams. It was very fun. Then one of them got mad and they kicked the ball very hard and it flew over the freaking gap where the where it's like a drop then a river. So then we were all like standing at the ledge trying to find the ball. They were all very mad at them. At at the middle, I think he's the middle cousin. And they were all just yelling at him. And then um one of my other cousins was standing there looking at me like don't jump. And I was like, I'm going to go find it. And they're like, don't. Just don't. And I did it anyways. So I jumped down. And so I did a bunch of my friends. So we were all looking down. They're like the freaking SWAT. So we searched, on, we searched around the top area, but we couldn't find it. But after we had finished doing it, we had found a very interesting, weird thing. It, the river is barely flowing, So we're like, wouldn't we see the ball if it was in the river? So now we were confused. We searched the entire upper area. And we weren't able to find it. So what does that mean? Okay, so after we had noticed that the river was going pretty slow, we were confused. Like, wouldn't we see the ball if it was in the river? So we were wondering what could have happened. Could it have been underneath the river, trapped by some rocks, hanging on the rim where we wouldn't see it, that kind of stuff. So we were kind of angry and frustrated. And then I came up with this brilliant idea. Why don't we split up into two teams? Me and one of my cousins split up, and we went searching in an area near a basin in the river. Pretty smart idea. It would have gone over there, probably. That's what we thought, at least. Well, my brother and one of my other cousins all split up and went the opposite direction. So we were searching up and down when out of nowhere some weird things started happening. Like, for example, we saw that... If the ball had gone in the river, it wouldn't have moved from its location unless it had a lot, a lot of propulsion. So we were left wondering, why? What happened? So after we went through all that stuff, we were confused and wondering. So then out of nowhere, out of the corner of my eye, I see a little patch of red. And um, I whisper to my cousin who's on the team with me, I think I found it. Give me a minute to go check. So I climb up this area, which is already pretty tough since there was no designated up way. We were kind of in a river zone where we weren't, where it was kind of hard to get to and out. So yeah, we had to deal with that. I went up there and nothing, absolutely nothing, just a patch of red flowers. So I keep searching around there because the high, very high possibility that it hit one of the rocks there bounced and gone up there. So I was looking around when the cousin on the team with me yells, I think I found it. I look over there, and I recognize the flowers and say, No, you haven't. Those are just flowers. So, now we were frustrated. We were that close. This close. So, we decided to call a little group meeting and see what we found. One of the cousins with my- the cousin with my brother decided to keep searching while we were saying. We were talking about the more likely possibility that it somehow sunk underneath the river, like something's holding it down. We said it was unlikely, but it's probably what happened since we weren't able to find it anywhere. So we were left frustrated and angry. I said, we'll give one last attempt at the search with the teams, and if we don't find anything, then we're done. It's over. So we split up, and we continue searching. Again, through the same areas, kind of checking underneath the rocks. I stuck my hand in the river. And then I went back up to that area. And yeah, we kept searching up there, the cousin on the team with me called me over. I jumped off the thing, which I kind of regret. My foot still hurts, and yeah, so I jumped down. We checked it out this area, which was very promising, but nothing, no thing. So as we were all meeting up to end this this hike, it was a failure. It was an ex- the adventure, nothing. We didn't find it. So we were saying, calling over to the cousin who was looking at this area, kind of weird, like he was inspecting it very, very closely. Because we were just chilling there, like, nothing. Nothing was going to change. Then, we were waiting for him to finish up the search, and then he yells, I found it! I actually found it! We run over, he hasn't moved the ball, and it's there. Bright red, with black and white stripes around it, at certain points. And uh, we were just like, it got stuck there. Out of everywhere it could have gotten stuck, it was there. So, we got the ball back, we did some parkour to get back up, We had to do a little bit where we had to push ourselves up this pretty weird drop. It was kind of tiring because it wasn't the first time we had done it. And they went back to playing soccer. I went back to being bored. And other than that, it was a pretty good day, actually. Pretty normal day. Out camping, chilling, and it was kind of fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Stupid Stories, Inc. If you want to keep listening to these, we will be releasing episodes at least once a month. I can't promise you anything, and yeah, if you could hit a follow the podcast, and yep, just listen in, it helps us a lot, and even just, even if you don't follow and you just listen along, it helps us a lot, so please do that, so goodbye!